0: Hey, everybody. Before we start the show, it is, of course, DraftKings time. That's right. Football's right around the corner. And you got to get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any college football game. And you do not want to miss. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, and it's coming to Arizona, folks, on September the 9th. Cash prizes are still up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest, which is live right now in the state of Arizona. I've been playing over the last couple days. had a lot of fun, made a little cake. It's great. And to get all of this, all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN. For a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 GAMBLE or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Ah. Suave Flores, and I crush that fucking live read. (laughs) And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king, and everyone is an expert in everything. Get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with
1: Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. If you haven't noticed from our intro, we are kind of sporty after dark tonight because Richie had to close, and so we are recording quite late. Uh, as you heard um, on our Twitter and such, we have been watching a lot of information information coming across about Brothers Bond Bourbon, and, and we've just been... Uh, talking a lot about alcohol. So I came home tonight. It's been a stressful couple of weeks. So I came home tonight and was drinking some bourbon. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting episode, but I always feel like these are our most entertaining. So hopefully um, the ride doesn't get too crazy tonight, but to be my partner in crime, as always, my wonderful and amazing co-host Richie Suave Flores. How are you doing?
0: Hello, Corey. I am having a terrific night so far. Uh, we were busy at the old uh, grocery location today, but I, after I got done, I was able to buy my six-pack of pumpkin porter. So I am drinking a Four Peaks pumpkin porter right now. It is so fucking delicious. I was also able to buy a, some pumpkin squares, which I did not bring with me to eat during the show tonight, and I'm very disappointed in that. They're sitting over in the kitchen, and I don't feel like leaving, getting up in the middle of a show and going to get it. So those will wait for tomorrow. But other than that, yeah, as you can tell from the live read, I'm ready to go. You are hyped.
1: And Mm -hmm. I'm really just wondering, the only thing I feel like is missing. And now that there's some like Brothers Bond, I feel like this might be a a great thing to throw into it. When are you going to make me your famous pumpkin pie?
0: Oh, yes. Now, I'm very excited about this. We usually do this Thank every Thanksgiving and every Christmas. I am the maker of the pumpkin pie, and you know what? Oh my God, that sounds so good. The brothers bond in the pumpkin pie because it's got like Ooh. a sweetness
1: to it. Oh, it yeah, would, it would be good.
0: Yes, it would be. It would be absolutely perfect for a pumpkin pie, and I, I, I cannot wait to try that. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'll be. I'll make a special one like bef- like before. It'll be my excuse to go get another bottle of Brothers Bond, which we both love. It is, of course, the whiskey that was curated by Paul Wesley and Ian Somerhalder from The Vampire Diaries, which is a show that Corey and I both adore, and we both adore the Salvatore Brothers. And so that would make the perfect combination. And I think I might have to make a special batch of the pumpkin pie for this occasion. And just.
1: I would also like to say, what a wonderful use of your quarantine time. I really wish we were being mad scientists making an alcohol together. That is honestly what we should have done with quarantine. And I'm really disappointed we didn't.
0: I know. And we, we would crush it because we always, I think we've even joked on this show about it too, how like you and I would be the perfect combination to do it because I'm like the more serious, like detail oriented person when it comes to most liquor. Right. And, and then you were just kind of, you would just be there along for the ride. Like you'd be the marketing side of things. And then it would just be a really good meshing exactly like Ian and Paul are, because that's exactly the way they are. Like Ian was the hardcore into bourbon testing it every time, making sure it's perfect, knowing the process. And then Paul just like, there, like yesterday when they were doing their live stream and, and Ian was explaining, he was like, yeah, when Paul, He's usually not that much of an expressive person, so when he tried what ended up being the correct um uh, i guess um blend of their whiskey, like he explained how Paul like tried it and just the smile on his face and I feel like that 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 would be you one hundred percent,
1: oh yeah, I would bring the fun that's that's you would be like my mad scientist and then i i would be the taste tester i will happily be the taste tester as well
0: <laughs> yeah especially when it comes to booze and or pumpkin pie now i was also explaining the other night i was i was um i was telling jordan about my famous pumpkin pie too so now she knows that I have I, I am well known for my pumpkin pie so I think we have multiple people now uh, you've had it before so that's what I need to do next I need to make it so that way Jordan can try it too uh,
1: Jordan is trying to get to the next level here because this is usually our best friend's pie so she's trying to get into some some serious territory here I don't know if she wants to take that
0: step <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I'm I'm just offering. I'm like, hey, if you want some, it's delicious.
1: Yeah, once once you eat the pumpkin pie, you don't go back.
0: Nope, nope, it's a game changer for sure. There is no going back to store bought pumpkin pie after you try the Flores family pumpkin pie recipe. It's
1: it's a whole other world. So I, you know, she's got to be prepared for it. And uh, know that it's it's a complete honor for us to share the pumpkin pie with her because I don't know if you saw the video of cat eating a cupcake, but cat can put down food in great fashion, and um, if I'm really determined, I can as well. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: I could, I, yeah, I can do the same with the pumpkin pie. That's- pop some whipped cream on that bad boy, it's gone in like two bites. So do you, what
1: is your ratio of whipped cream to pumpkin pie?
0: That's a great question. This would be a good sporty question too because a lot of people are different. Some people just put a little dollop. Some people put it all over the place. And I tend to be the one, even though my pumpkin pie is delicious on its own, trust me, I like to... I like to put as much whipped cream whipped cream on the pie as I possibly can, because it balances it out really nicely. You get the spice from the pumpkin pie, and the bourbon kind of adds a little extra level to it, an extra little bit of flavor, and then you and then you come in really hard with the sweetness of the whipped cream.
1: Let's see. It's it's funny. I always feel like people you either have one side of people that are, like, you drench it all in whipped cream, or you have people that are, like, very little, and then you have people that are, like, half and half. You know? like Yeah, exactly. There's, like, three categories, and I feel like there's... I'm one of those people that, like, I would like the there to be a top layer of whipped cream. Like, a nice, solid top layer. Like, as if it was, like, a layered cake. Mm -hmm. And then I also... Don't eat crust. I know it's weird, but I've never been a fan of crust.
0: You're not alone on that it's crust can be hard. it's different. you gotta do I, it right though like there's there's a big difference for me like if it's I don't want li- I like crusty crust if that makes any sense like it's gotta be like flaky not no not even flaky it's just it's gotta be crunchy. I like the crunchiness of my crust.
1: I I could see that. I I don't know. I It's funny because Scotty always makes fun of me, me and my dad, because we're both similar. And the fact that, like, we almost like things to be, like, almost, like, undercooked and everything. Like, doughy and, like, everything that we kind of eat. And him and my mom are the complete opposite. They love everything, like, crunchy and, like, almost a little bit, like, overcooked. Mm-hmm. To some degree and so i i always wonder if that's why like i wonder if it's because like crust to me is too i i feel like it's very plain too it's just like if i'm going to waste space in my stomach i would rather eat the innards of it
0: <laughs> yeah i agree i mean that's the best part of the pie don't get me wrong it's always it's always the actual pie itself and then the crust is just, like, an additive. Like, I don't – there are some pies where I don't really eat the crust of that often. And I, I can't recall to the top of my head which ones those are. But, um, yeah, for sure. Like, that's, that's why you eat a pie is for the actual, like, middle of the pie, the good stuff.
1: Well, and then uh, there is some that are, like, you know, like the – uh, like the Dutch apple pies and stuff like that, where you have like the the crust on top. That's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have never really... And same thing with pizza. I don't eat crust on pizza
0: either. Wait, okay. Oh, I also enjoy the fact that both of us just tweeted from the Sporty account with two different yet similar tweets about pumpkin pie
1: and and katerina is also chiming in on this she just asked uh me if there's anyone that leaves crust behind and i she's gonna be very appalled to know that i do
0: (laughs) gosh there's um oh there's that's fighting words between the between the friend group here oh boy the bride and the maid of honor oh boy
1: well, it just I feel like it's been very hostile on, on Twitter lately over certain things like between this and then the, the arguments about the office yesterday got oh also really heated. For those of you who don't know, um, they took like uh, I think it was, may, may have just been one episode, but they they were taking um, office episodes off the air because of like things not being politically correct Um, now from when it was then, uh, Steve crawls even said before that, like, they probably probably couldn't have done a show like the office in today's climate. Um, and so it was being talked about not because of the fact that it was being taken off the air, but whether people actually liked the office or not. And Richie is one of the office haters, which is rude, but I already knew it. So it wasn't that surprising. But, um, the next time I see you, Richie, I will tell you, Richard, you look like ass <laughs> just because of the fact that you said you didn't like the office.
0: You know, I am, I am willing to take all the punishment in the world for that. Cause that's a hill I will die on is that it is, it's overrated. I just don't like that style of comedy. It's just not for me and people, I'm not the only one who believes this either I have always said this. I said this to somebody on Twitter yesterday. I said that I just prefer the style of comedy from Parks and Recreation, from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and The Good Place more than the type of comedy in The Office. And because I just don't like it's, I don't like the that 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 style that The Office has. It's just it's just weird to me. It just doesn't work. It's just I. It doesn't do it for me. I'm more of the happy style comedy person.
1: I actually really like The Office. I never watched Perks and Rec. By the way, uh, Kat is not appalled by the fact that I don't eat the crust. She just wants to know so she can take my crust, which I said <sighs> she can take my, my crust anytime. So it's actually a very harmonious relationship that we have going on here this
0: is good i also like how she said this and it could be taken really out of context right if if you don't know the full context i'll eat your crust
1: (laughs) well and then so i replied to her with you can have my crust anytime with a winky face because of the fact that it did come off slightly sexual so i had to like egg on the fact that it sounded very inappropriate so why not keep it going it's just you know twitter that everyone
0: can see Yes, yes. I'll eat your crust. <laughs> just, just stop it right there, folks. Oh, it's, my goodness. It is
1: the epitome of, like, the way that Kat and I can turn any conversation, though. Cat and I yes. can turn any conversation into, like, an awkwardly, like, sexual conversation just to make Richie uncomfortable. And it's, it's become a talent at this point.
0: It has. That particular conversation does make me uncomfortable. I find that to be really funny. But yes, from time to time we talk We hinted at it on the last show about what you guys did to me to make me feel uncomfortable. Um, we won't get into it again here on this episode. But yeah, you're right. Like it's you guys egg me on too often.
1: Because it's fun. And like, but as we've said, you know, we just get get you very much prepared. You're prepared for so many scenarios out in the wild now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, I am 100 percent. But so let's let's go back here because I want to I want to understand why you have yet to watch Parks and Recreation. Is this a Scotty thing? Does Scotty not like Parks and Recreation? So Scotty no. then
1: he keeps he kept putting it off. He it was funny because we were talking about the fact that like I never really watched much of the last two seasons of The Office, partially because of the fact that that Michael's gone, and partially because of the fact that um people are saying that like Pam and Jim get really annoying and I love Pam and Jim actually once they're together the whole kind of like tension of them beforehand is a little bit annoying um but uh so I didn't watch those last two seasons and then Scotty was like oh you know we should watch some of those and and we watched one sporadically here and there but then uh he was like, actually, what we just need to do is start Parks and Rec to see what you think about Parks and Rec. And his hot take—I don't know if you'll agree with it or not—but he said that in the first season, it was kind of hard to watch because they tried to make Tina Fey. It, it was like
0: office. It was an office knockoff. It was very much an office office knockoff, and it just it did it didn't work.
1: That's what he said. That it was they tried to make Tina Fey like Michael Amy Scott. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Or Amy Poehler, like Michael Scott. And it was, but it was, wasn't very good. And so it kind of came off kind of brutal because uh, they tried to make her character that way and it just didn't work.
0: And season one has one of the most forgettable characters in the history of television. Cause he was only in the first season and he was part of the problem of why this first season was so bad. The character's name was Mark Brendanowitz and just terrible character, and they basically took him off and replaced him um, with uh, with the character who ended up marrying Amy Poehler's character at the end of this at the end of the show, and it was the greatest decision ever.
1: Uh, Nick Floor, by the way, is trashing you on Twitter, saying me when Richie tries to bad mouth the office, and has a GIF of. Um, saying, don't make me come down there, you punk. <laughs>
0: uh, I will fight you, Nick. I will fight you on this. I was even getting DMs yesterday from people saying that they agreed with me that the office is overrated.
1: But they're apparently ashamed of it if they're DMing you. They won't say it out in public. They had to DM you because they are ashamed.
0: <laughs> because here's the thing. If, I, if most of the time... I even tweeted this yesterday too or maybe maybe, I think actually you know what no it was in the DMs and I said um, yeah people are so protective of the office because if you say something bad about it people go and attack you so I understand why people are scared to say that it's overrated and not good because they're scared that the people who love it so much are going to attack them so I think that's what's going on here. i'm I'm not scared i'm like bring it on i will tell you my tv opinions right to your face and you don't here's the thing it's like everybody has different tastes in television so if people love the
1: music everyone is different
0: yeah if people love the office that's fine that's how they get their entertainment that's cool i just don't like the show and that's perfectly okay too you know, kumbaya. Let's all it's all getting along. We don't have to like the same television shows or the same music or the same beer or whatever, right? That's that's just like you said. Everybody's different, and that's what makes you know the universe. The universe.
1: Oh yeah, no, like fuck the idea of everyone liking the same shit. No one likes I'm the same very shit.
0: Philosophical now, late at night.
1: It was very philosophical. I um I really like your Gandhi type,
0: um. <laughs>
1: of speech there but it's just true like everyone likes different shit and it's even kind of funny like even when it to kind of go back to the whole like uh coyotes thing like when i was saying something about uh you know which crack in jersey should i get just because it was like a, a cool moment i, I still never, haven't gotten a jersey but like and how like i thought their jerseys were cool and all this stuff someone had like commented on it and said like oh fuck the coyotes it's like you can like m- more than one team um, I used to be a, like, my second team used to be the Bruins. I used to be a Bruins fan. Um, not so much anymore. But, like, you can like more than one team. I will always be a a Coyotes homer for forever. That will never change. They will always be n- number one in my heart. But, like, it's always just funny to me. Like, everyone can like different things. I think the dopest thing is when people, you know, who do have different like opinions on things, do find something in common that they love. And um, I can promise you, uh, Sporty Nation, there are plenty, plenty of things that uh, Richie and I agree on outside of the office. So,
0: Yes, absolutely. I I 100% agree about that. That's 100% true. Uh, Let's see. Let's do one more thing before we wrap up here, because it is getting kind of late. Corey and I were teasing on twitter for the last couple days that we want to start a new segment because i feel like this is our brand now where a lot of times at least one of us if not both of us is drinking some sort of alcohol during the show um tonight like i said i'm drinking the pumpkin porter and uh on the last episode of the show Corey was drinking some fresh vine wine from nina dobrev and julianne huff and i was drinking some knocking point wine which is Stephen Amell's wine company. And so Corey had the idea that on every episode we should, or at least every week, we should try a different celebrity, celebrity curated alcohol. And I love this and we would give it a review. So like we've already done, we've, uh, we talked about fresh fine. We've talked about knocking point a lot on our show. We've talked, talked about brothers bond already. So like we're all in on this. So we have, there's a list here of, 31 iconic celeb owned alcohol brands and let's end the show with this over the next five minutes or so and we can try and figure out which one we're going to do next and i think we have the answer to which one we're going to do next already um but we're going to go through this list anyway so some of these i haven't even heard of in fact most of them i haven't even heard of or didn't even know they owned an alcohol company so number one on the list is 818 tequila from kendall jenner now First of all, I don't like tequila. Uh, this is apparently an Anejo tequila. Um, it is apparently one of the newest drinks on the horizon, the celebrity bottling scene. Um, I don't want anything to do with the Jenners, so I'm going to pass on this. <laughs>
1: I was about to say, I like tequila, but I don't know about the Kendall Jenner one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Number two on the list is Casamigos tequila from George Clooney. Now, this is the brand that I see like every celebrity has a Casamigos shirt, including Stephen Amell. How many? He's posted so many pictures of him wearing a Casamigos shirt. And again, not a tequila fan, but I would be willing to try Casamigos tequila, maybe even in a nice, um, uh, a nice margarita.
1: I was actually about to tell you I've had. Caso amigos before in a margarita oh, I, okay it, it's i it, it was good in the margarita if, if that counts for anything i feel like the a margarita like i don't know covers up some of it though i feel like it's not
0: so we have to like we have to um like sip it first like
1: well you don't necessarily try. have to sip it like certain things like ugh, taking like there's some people that love taking shots of tequila. My mom loves taking shots of tequila. So that was one of, like, the first shots, like, that I did when I turned 21 was I did shots of tequila with mm-hmm. her. So, like, I can do shots of tequila. I have a tequila liqueur that I, like, adore and I drink all the time. Um, But it's not not my favorite thing to, like, shoot. Um, So we, we could sip some of it, but maybe just a drink that has... that covers up the flavor less than a margarita does
0: okay yeah like i said i just have had so many bad experiences with tequila i don't drink it ever i can't remember the last time i i I had tequila i think maybe the last time i had tequila Corey, was 2019 with you in san diego when we had i think i had some sort of a margarita i was the last time i had it
1: can almost promise you, I made you have a margarita in San Diego. There's no way I go to San Diego and not have a margarita at some point.
0: Yeah, and it was from it was from that like place on Pacific Beach that had is like known for its margarita. Oh shit!
1: Let me let me just talk to you about this. Yeah. I had a moment. Everyone wants to talk about all the things that COVID killed for them. They put margaritas in plastic cups and didn't have the big ass margaritas i was no pissed. i was pissed they just had normal like clear plastic cups they would put their margaritas in and none of them were the big ass margaritas i people these margaritas size your head
0: mm-hmm.
1: easily and i would go ape shit over them like every single year and it was like Super difficult because of the fact that, like, it's not necessarily the alcohol content, it's the fact that, like, to drink that much fluid in general is a lot. So it's like, it's a really nice goal at the end to drink all of it, and then you got to kind of like walk it off afterwards. Um, I think we went uh, on a rock climbing wall last time, which probably wasn't the smartest. Um, but we, uh, we always go and have one of those margaritas. They didn't have them because of COVID.
0: That, that stinks.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they'll come back.
0: Yep. Hopefully hopefully next year. Hopefully next year.
1: So the next one is uh, Aviation Gin, which is the one that you thought um, we should do next. I should look up what... It, I actually ordered a drink one time at... Um, what is, what is that restaurant called um, son of a bitch uh, I actually but I ordered a drink one time that had aviation gin on it I actually tweeted about it um, way back when it was a, a while back when I had it um, I am a, not a gin person there's as you can tell from a lot of these things, there's a lot of things I can drink. Gin is just not one of them. And I'm not sure why.
0: Interesting. Uh, I, I don't think I, I, I may have had, I probably have had a drink with gin in it. But I don't think I've ever realized I was drinking it. So I, I it would be a completely new experience for me because it's one of the few spirits I haven't tried.
1: Well, that's what it would be great for me to try it again um, to see, you know, kind of, you know i I think whatever I had, it seemed to like be okay. Like, I ended up it was at Yard House. Um, I think it was good enough that I like drank it at least. Um, Didn't think it was horrible, but. Gin's just not, not my thing, but I still want to try it again just because I I love Ryan Reynolds.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's why it's it tops my list for sure to try, mostly because it is gin and I've never tried it before, and it even helps that Ryan Reynolds is associated with it. Okay, so we continue to the list here. Uh, I guess we can just knock through the top five here, and then we can wrap up so we can both go to bed. (laughs) So number four is from Matthew McConaughey, and his brand is called Wild Turkey Long Branch Bourbon. Now, uh, I did not know that Matthew McConaughey was involved in the whiskey business whatsoever, so i and you know how I, am
1: i not surprised i just feel like this man sits in a lincoln and drinks bourbon all day
0: you know I you're probably 100 right about that um <laughs> like he's from, te- he's from texas i mean i feel like it's a pretty uh you know that's that's a very texas thing to do is to have your own your own whiskey so, yeah, it's called Wild Turkey Long Branch. It's only 36 bucks. surprisingly. The so way not...
1: they've talked about this, his Kentucky straight bourbon brand is made in small batches with a unique process, refined with Texas mesquite and American oak charcoals. Smoky sweetness has never been so smooth. Damn, listen to that copywriting.
0: <laughs> I know, isn't not that, isn't that amazing? So, again... I'm a big whiskey bourbon guy. So it is – I wouldn't mind trying this at some point. Wouldn't mind it at all. I, I'd have – now, Wild Turkey, I haven't really tried either. If I'm not mistaken, Wild Turkey is uh, not the greatest bourbon in the world. Um, it's usually not your top shelf. So I've never tried Wild Turkey bourbon in the first place. So that's another option. And then number five on the list is – is one that I actually wouldn't mind trying and I actually almost bought a bottle of not too long ago. And it's Bob Dylan's whiskey, it's called Heaven's Door and it's straight out of Tennessee. Uh, they have three different versions of it. They have um, the regular Tennessee bourbon, they have a straight rye whiskey and they also have a double barrel whiskey. Now, from what I understand, like I was reading some reviews on this a while ago and it seems to be a pretty well done bourbon. Or pretty well done whiskey, and um, so again, I wouldn't mind trying that either. Um, here's the thing: I think it's kind of expensive. I think it's like sixty bucks a bottle.
1: Okay, I don't know how. I I gotta ask my dad and and uncle. So like, if there are some some crazy like ob- obsessed love whiskey, like get a bunch of the expensive shit. It's my dad and uncle. They go like deep down this rabbit hole mm-hmm. and my my uncle's got this whole bar and everything. It's a, it's a whole thing. They even thought about changing out just the whiskey at my wedding for more expensive shit because they're, they're that big in whiskey. My dad and I have argued my entire life over, um, the song knocking on heaven's door, um, because I like the Guns N' Roses version, and he likes the Bob Dylan version. So how I haven't drank this and how I the two of them haven't drank mm-hmm. this, I have no idea. I've got to ask about this because there's I don't know how this has been missed because I, I can't believe it, to be honest with you. I feel like it's going to be extraordinary, though.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of surprised either because like, um, yeah, you're like your dad and my dad are, are around the same age for the most part. And my dad's a big Bob Dylan fan. And uh, I don't think he's ever tried this either. Um, his birthday is coming up around the corner, though. In fact, it's coming up as you're going to hear this on September the 2nd. My dad's birthday is tomorrow. So. Hey, happy maybe
1: birthday, I'll- Papa Flo.
0: Maybe I will. Uh, maybe I will get him a bottle of whiskey.
1: You should. I mean, I told my my uncle um, that I was gonna have him try brother's bond, and his birthday is in November. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I keep on holding on to that. You sh- you really should. I mean, especially too, since we're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna be going down a a whole whiskey like hole here because even the next one and i had no fucking idea i didn't know that drake made a whiskey
0: neither did i i hate drake so there's no chance i'm ever gonna try that
1: i love drake oh i'll try it i'll try it sporty nation virginia black
0: smoke and cinnamon ooh trust me i love whiskey but i just don't trust drake
1: I just wasn't expecting a whiskey. That's I didn't just that. That's not the direction I thought he was going to go in. Yeah. But that's that's pretty dope. I I want to try that. I will solo try that for the pod.
0: <laughs> now that I'm there. trying to
1: get into more whiskeys, I literally like went all the way through Nashville when I went there, just drinking whiskey the entire time because I was in Nashville.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I would like to point out that. When I was in Nashville and I went back to the airport, I bought a bottle of Tennessee whiskey that was like literally one of my favorite whiskeys I've ever tried in my life. And it was a four grain whiskey. And God damn it, this thing was so good. It was expensive. And I don't know if I'll ever see it again because I'm pretty sure I could have only gotten it right there in Tennessee. I don't remember the name of it.
1: I'll remember it. Cause I might be going back. So I remember it and I can deliver it for you like hand deliver. That's the type of friendship we have. I will fly it part of the, you know, not across the country, but midway through the country just for you. You just have to remember it. That's the
0: hard part. Yes. I will. I'm going to find it at some point. Cause I have it in a text or a tweet or on Facebook or Instagram or something. I have it somewhere. And I'm going to find it, and I will tell you, because I really wanted to drink it again. It was so good. All right, All right. Sporting
1: Sporty ahead, Nation. Sporty Nation, let us know if you have a preference of ones that you're like, I really want you to try this. Ones that you love. Ones that you hate. Um, the ones that you hate, we may have uh, Scotty and Cat drink instead of us. But, um, you know, just give us some input on this, whether you guys really want to hear about all of it and whatnot, because we just want to make it a nice little new segment because, uh, let's be honest. Um, all the coyotes have done for us of recent has made us all just want to drink. So we figured adding a nice, um, drinking segment in order to get through the next couple seasons of a rebuild, would probably be the best thing. So at least when you're crying um, into your pillow, watching these games, you can be drinking some quality alcohol.
0: That's a, that's a great idea. So let us know at Corey underscore Richie show on Twitter, what you think, and let us know about your pumpkin pie uh, takes and your office takes as well and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Sporting Nation, enjoy your Labor Day. Is that this weekend? Is Labor Day this weekend? <laughs> is that what this is? Yeah, yes, it is. It is it is Labor Day weekend. Fuck if, fuck if I know. I, it's it all blurs together. So uh, anyway, uh, ooh, yes. Before I wrap up the show, Happy birthday, Dad. Um, I will I will come see you over the weekend. Um, and uh, and I wanted to make sure I said that on the show. I don't know if my dad listens to the show, but. There you go. I said it. I, I said it. I'll, I will see you this weekend. Okay. Uh, anyway, until next week, good night and good hockey, everybody.